Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. show. My name is Quincy and this is my show. And tonight we will discuss why people take cheaters back. Uh, We'll also get into maybe a little brief Olympic discussion, what happened with Ryan Lochte and some other things. But uh, before I get to all of that, let me explain to you how this show works for those who may be new to it. Okay, I'm having technical difficulties getting something to play. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. 
There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q Radio Show number 626. We'll start right after a word from sponsors. Attention homeowners, wholesalers, and investors. Have a home with little, no, or negative equity? Don't despair. There are options for these and other so-called bad homes. We work with you to find lease or rent-to-own tenants. And if you want a home but traditional methods aren't working, we can help you too. Contact us at 100kinvesting.99on.com or 208-649-4803. Visit the website divine2project.com. The cold hard truth is you can never be overprepared. Right now at Divine2Protect.com, you will find the tools needed to keep yourself, your home, and your loved ones safe. From security systems to self-defense products, Divine2Protect.com has everything you need. All of our products are effective, affordable, and could have life-changing effects. Protection is the key to your safety. Divine2Protect.com. That's Divine, the number two, Protect.com. Go visit now. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on Internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. All right, and my thanks to divine2protect.com. TheCrystalShow.com and 100KInvesting.99On.com. And also later in this show, I will play a song from Sorrentos Malosia. He has a new song out, which is appropriately titled Did You Cheat? Which um, kind of coincides with the topic tonight. And um, you'll get a chance to hear that at the end of the show. Go to Malosia.com, M-E-L-O-G-I-A, to hear more of his work. Okay, three four seven two zero two zero two one five is the number on the Talk to Q Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. And like I said tonight, we are discussing. You know, well, last week we discussed um, cheaters, but tonight we're kind of discussing why people may take cheaters back. Why do some people give them a another opportunity? And so. We all, if you've dated long enough, have had a situation where you've either cheated or you've been cheated on, or maybe both. And afterwards, maybe you felt or the other person felt that, you know what, I did make a mistake. I took a chance. I hurt my partner's feelings. And now I want to get back in there and let them know that, hey, I'm a new man, or I'm a new woman, and things are going to be different going forward. You know, did that person or did they not give you another opportunity to right a wrong? And um, 
you know, what kind of stipulations may have been put in place in order to assure that. So let me go to the phone lines to the 517 area code, the Motor City of Detroit. Welcome on the author, the host of the show legend, Miss Crystal Hickerson. What's going on, Chris? Hey, Q, how are you? I'm doing well. And uh, for anyone else who's on hold, if you wish to join the discussion, press 1 on your dial pad, and that will place you in the host queue, and we'll get you on the air to chop it up with us. All right, Chris, let me just start off with something simple. Do you believe in giving someone who cheated on you a second chance? Mm. It all depends. I mean... So I guess if it's a to answer yes or no question, it is yes, but there's stipulations. I mean, the thing is, I mean, that's what guys do; they cheat. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. Guess if you're going to be in a relationship, it's not really about him cheating. It's really, I guess, it's about whether or not you want to be with him again. So I mean. It all depends on the situation, I guess. Um, okay. You know, was we'll it a ridiculous Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely dig down deep into that. Um, let's see. My man, O.B. Corbin on Twitter chimed in, and he says, it depends on how deep the deception is, but normally, yes, just one, though. So, yes, he will forgive a cheater himself, but he says it depends on how deep the deception is. And that's pretty interesting. We might get on that. But uh, let me ask you this, Crystal. Can you drive someone to cheat? Uh, no. I mean, people are going to cheat anyway. I mean, um, yeah, I don't think you, you can drive someone to cheat. The only thing you could do is maybe make someone think, okay, we're not in a good relationship, so I'm going to move on. Uh-huh. But... Um, no, you can't drive them to cheat. That's a choice they made. Okay. Let me get someone else in on the discussion. The to the 910 area code I go, the Tar Heel State of North Carolina. They bring on the man who plays the doctor on the radio, Dr. Bobby Willis. What's happening, man? What's up, Q? What's up, Crystal? What's, What's going on? And oh, I'll, man. I'll, backtrack, I'll backtrack to give you the first question. Um, and then I'll bring you up to speed on the second one. Now, the first question was, do you believe in someone, do you believe in giving someone who cheated on you a second chance? Um, I think, I think that's a slippery slope, but, um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb and say, yeah, I think that, um, maybe that one time, but the problem with that though, is if you do it, if you, if you allow them to get away with it one time, then, you know, that there's a chance that they may take that for granted. So I think that you have to honestly make them work, make them work to get back in good graces, but I'll probably give them another chance. Okay. Okay. And the next question was, can you drive someone to cheat on you? I think that, uh, you, you know, influence drive, whatever you want to name. I think you can, um, you know, I, I know people like to say that, you know, or you cheat on your own or, you know, can't nobody make you do anything, but you can influence it. If I'm constantly telling you, hey, this is what I like, this is what I need from you, and you're not doing it, 
all right, you know, yeah, sure, I can leave, but maybe I love you enough to stay. I know, you know, <laughs> folks, they say, oh, you can't love somebody and cheat. You know, I mean, you hear it all the time, but, you know, the truth of the matter is, you know, you can. I guess you can influence, you know, somebody to um, to cheat and move around. All right, Crystal, that's in direct contradiction to what you were talking about earlier. Uh, you have a rebuttal? No, he's a typical guy, so. That's a typical answer. <laughs> the A five zero area code, actually, Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, to bring on the man, the myth, the guy in black, my man Buck, making his way to the <laughs> ring. What's happening, man? What up? What up? How's everybody doing this evening, Crystal? I think that's uh. Uh, who else we got on tonight? Bobby yeah. Good to have you on, man. Good to have you on. Bro. All right. Buck, can you, can, can you drive someone to cheat? I mean, can you push someone's button so they just go out and just find something somewhere else? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, when in the, in, a, in any relationship, if you're not doing what you – what if the other person's not listening or you're not listening to them or whatnot, of course you can. I mean – if you're not doing the things that they're asking you to do, if they are looking for certain things in the relationship and you're not you you're not doing those things, then yes, you can drive somebody um, to uh, cheat. You know, simply because they're not getting what they're supposed to be getting at home. And, okay. and, and, and it's not even just a guy thing, man. Women do it too. They do it just as much, you know. So it's not just a guy thing. Women. Cheat oh yeah, too. yeah. It, it's, it's both sides. It's both sides. I mean, we're living in a different time, different age now. So, I mean, going to the days where just just the guys doing it, women doing it, probably doing it a little bit more than the guys these days. So, I mean, it's 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 on both sides. It's on both sides. Okay. And um, I um. I, I I feel like that cheating is always a choice. I kind of have to side with Crystal on this. Even though someone can just be so horrible as a girlfriend or a spouse or whatever the situation is to the point that you are looking at other people, I feel like if you don't leave her before you go and sleep with someone else, I think that's the decision. I mean, it's, it's, it's wanting to kind of have the comfort of home. Because if they're that's so horrible, decision. then why are you with them? You know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a decision. You're right. It's a decision. But the thing is, OQ, is that it, it, it happens. I mean, the question is, you know, can you do it? The can answer is yes. <laughs> whether it's right, whether it's, you know, moral or whatever the case may be, that's that's well, that's secondary. That's but it, it happens, though. And, that, and that's the answer to the question. It happens. I mean, whether it's right or wrong, that's another topic. That's subjective. But you ask anybody yeah, that I cheat, mean, they will tell you that, hey, I'm not getting what I need at home. Okay. I mean, but it's to to those who have been cheated on, though, I will say never blame yourself for the action of, of, of a cheater. Um, I mean, like, like I said, ultimately, that person has an option. You know, whether they're like like Bobby said, yeah, to answer the question, then maybe they do feel like they were driven to cheat, you know, even though they didn't necessarily have to. But um let me move let me ask this. Crystal, back to you. What are some excuses cheaters give to their significant other about why they cheated? 
because you weren't giving me what I want at home. <laughs> because, um, you know, the person basically trapped me. I, I was drunk or uh, I was out of town and seen you or, you know, I thought it was you. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, like, I mean they're all bullshit excuses. <laughs> and because, you know, I have been in situations on the other side where, yeah, I've cheated. And, um, but not for a moment was I unaware of what I was doing or I forgot that I was married or whatever. I mean, <laughs> I mean, because most of the time in these situations, the first thing you talk about is your relationship, you know, that you currently have. And, um, so it's not like it just happened. I mean, what? <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> but hey, if it works. Yeah. Right. Well, aren't, aren't you just saying? Did you just say what we what we were saying though? Did you say that what? you cheated? Yeah, because I wanted to. Not, not at any point. I made a choice to cheat. I didn't do it because I wasn't getting what I wanted at home. I did it because I wanted to do it. I mean, it had nothing to do with someone driving me to this horrible place. But, but no, I did it because I wanted to do it. Right, but I mean, you think I that's the only reason people cheat though is because you made they make a choice? Yes. You think yes. that? Yes. No. No one can drive you to do a damn thing. You make a decision to do that. I mean, yes, the situation could be like, oh, I'm so lonely. Oh, I wish my wife or whatever would do this or do that, and she's not. And yeah, you know. I mean, so. <laughs> so fucking what? Then get you another wife. But doesn't that influence that choice? doesn't influence anything. It's still, just because it influence, okay, yes, you're in a situation, but still there's a yes okay, or no. Okay, well, then you just answer the question. Scenario. That's how no, it works. You, no, the question <laughs> okay, is, can someone drive you to it? Influence if drive, you have no matter. choice in the matter. That's synonymous. Influence, drive, it doesn't matter. However, whatever word you want yeah, to use. Yeah, but you're acting like you're the goddamn victim. Like, oh, it's their <laughs> fault. That I'm in this situation. It was if they had a, you know, did the right like things, and I wouldn't be in this situation. That's stupid. Right, but that's a whole other question. We, we were talking about. No, it's that not crazy. a whole other question. That was the question. I mean, to me, to me, it's like, because um, I know, I mean, of course, Bobby said, you know, whether it's right or not. Of course, it could be a separate question, but it's it's almost like, and maybe that is the response because it's like stealing. You know, you may not have a job. So you steal. It's not right. But, you know, most people will say, well, I steal because I can't eat, you know, which I mean, of course, is an excuse. But ultimately, it's kind of like I guess it's kind of the same argument, I guess. But to me, it's still a decision that you make. But whether it's moral or not is another topic. But I so. Right. The um, point is you need to do that. You're you're influenced to make that decision. That that that's what the question basically asking. Because yeah, because ultimately the only difference between a good mate or spouse and a cheater is a decision. That's really the only right. difference. I mean, every everyone for the most part has you know is going to be tempted. It's just a matter of if you act on it or not. So, but let me ask you, Crystal. Let me stick with you real quick before I get back to the fellas. Does who a person cheated with determine if you take them back or not? Let's say that you're you really want to keep this guy around. Okay, let's say you really want to be with him, 
But does it depend on who they cheated with that determines if you do it or not? Like, what if it, they cheated with someone of the same sex, with another dude? What if they cheated with an ex-girlfriend? Or what if they cheated with a minor? Do any of those things play a role? Um. Well, damn, yeah. <laughs> Completely, wow. I don't know if they cheated with a minor, so they're pedophiles? Yeah, no, I don't think I'm attracted to them anymore. Um, he cheated with a guy? Okay, he's gay. Okay, we're done here. Thank you. But um, but in a reality situation where we're all heterosexuals, um, normal people, then um, if he cheats like with an ex, um, his baby mama or whatever, and he's having all these you know, relations. In other words, if it's a more of an emotional thing, uh-huh. um, then yeah, we got a we got a major problem. You know, if he you know if he just does a dick thing like most guys do, he cheats with some random chick because she's you know has a big booty or whatever the fuck they're into, then um, <laughs> then I you know I don't. I care. like the but I cannot lie. Uh, right, it's just gonna cost him after that, but you know. <laughs> All right, Dr. Willis, what do you think, man? Does it matter who a person cheated with that determines if you take them back or not? Yeah, it definitely matters. I mean, you know, if you cheat with my, you know, family members or, you know, my best friend or something like that, then, you know, yeah, it will be, be really, really tough for me to take you back. I probably won't. Uh, if, you, if it's just some random guy out there, maybe even your ex, one of your exes and something like that, somebody that's, you know, then uh, that's something we have to sit down and talk about, you know, and, and then, uh, you know, I have to make a decision from there. But uh, there's no there's no talking if it's a family member or my best friends or something like that. Buck, what do you think? Yeah, it matters. I mean, it definitely matters. Um, and, you know, depending on what the situation is, even for me, really, it matters regardless because I've been through it. So, and at my age, I'm 45, I'm not that, you know, I, I treat my life very valuably. So, you cheat on me, you're done, period. I don't give a damn what, what the situation is. Fuck it. So, you can get the fuck out of my house. That's the way I look at it. As far as I'm concerned. All right. Why are they all up in your house? <laughs> get the fuck up out of here. What you talking about? You had, a, you know, it was an accident or some shit like that. Get the fuck out. I ain't got time for it. Life's too short. And, you know, my thing is, is that, you know, it's a privilege. It's almost like a driver's license. So, and I, I treat, you know, I treat my relationship, as, you know, it, like business. So, and if you don't treat, if you don't treat me with the respect and, and that I deserve and you go out and mess with somebody else, screw the bullshit, man. I got to, I got to bounce. So, you know, and my thing is at this point, at this point in my life, you know, I got my place. You come to my place and you want to move in it, that's fine. I ain't moving nowhere else. I'm not moving into somebody else's shit. If I buy something, you know, you want to date me or some shit like that and we have a house, that's great. So that way if you do screw up, you can get the fuck on about it. Get the fuck on down. I ain't got time for the bullshit. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move in with Buck. Just gets to a point it gets to a point where you gotta have your priorities. You know, this that's what it's all about. And then and if you get into a relationship and everything's working out right, there's no reason there's no reason to, you know, step outside the relationship. If you step out the outside the relationship, you made that choice on your own. 
So, you know, regardless of the situation, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, you did it. So I'm not going out to shoot the other person or beat up the other person or beat you up or anything like that. Bye. See you. You know, because the way I look at it, this, you know, my thing is, shoot, there's always somebody that's looking. So, you know, I don't have no problem in that department. So all I got to do is make a phone call. I hate to say it, but that's just the way it is. I sound like bragging. <laughs> I ain't bragging. I'm just saying. I'm just telling it like it is. Point blank, period. I bring thunder and lightning every single time. You ain't nice. <laughs> so, I, I do. Like, yeah, I, I agree that it does. It does matter who the person cheats with. In most cases, there's a guy that I went to college with. And, man, I believe his woman could have slept with someone else in his bed with him in it, and he wouldn't have left her because she just did everything. But this dude just – there's a low self-esteem thing. But And, yes, guys do have low self-esteem for those out there in denial. So let me let me go back oh, to you, yeah, Crystal. Oh, yeah, they do. Um, does when a guy cheated determine if you take him back or not? Like, what if it's when the first – six weeks of the relationship or something? Uh, six weeks, man. Not really. Because, you know, usually when a guy is getting involved with you, the first few weeks, you know, within that first, what, three-month period or whatever, he's probably already he's, he's in a relationship anyway when you meet him, number one. So it takes him a minute to figure out whether or not you two are going to be <laughs> actually, you know, solid enough for him to leave his current situation to get with you on a permanent basis. So there's going to be a few weeks of overlap. So you might as well just forgive that and keep on going. That's hilarious. That's That's hilarious. (laughs) Dr. Willis, does it matter to you when the person cheats? I mean, is it going to be different in the first six to eight weeks than it would in the first six to eight months? I think it may have a uh, uh, some. Uh, it may factor in. I, I, I think. I think it, it does. If uh, you start right out the gate, chief, I mean, it's, it's easier to let your ass go. Versus, you know, if we got some history or we've been together for a while and there's a genuine love there, you know. So um, I, I think okay. it does matter. All right. So Crystal says, as a woman, it's easier to forgive because you're probably breaking off with your last girlfriend anyway. And Dr. Willis said it's easier to forget because I ain't used to you. <laughs> Same difference. Right. <laughs> but what say you? Well, I mean, they're both right. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, they're both right. I mean, because, I mean, within six weeks, I mean, I, you know, the other person is probably trying to get rid of the one they got anyway, and they're just trying to test the water to see if they can move forward. And or they just want to have their cake and eat it too, so you know. So it's just uh, you know one of them things. But like I said, you know, I don't care if it's six weeks, six days. I don't give a shit. You with me, and you acting a fool. You got to go. Hmm. Six days. I ain't got time for the bullshit. I just met you. Six days. <laughs> 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 really, what the fuck are you in six days? 
Buck, hey. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I have to watch you. Buck got some hard guidelines. <laughs> See, y'all think I'm mad. Hey. That's crazy. Uh, hey. I just hey. met you at the grocery store. Oh, now I'm your woman? Who the fuck are you? What, what is that? You ain't bought me no steak, no nothing. You but know I'm what I'm going to do in six days. days. Hey, I guarantee you in six days, if I, if I, you will be wooed enough that you my woman. I, put, I, I promise you that. <laughs> Are you, you I can see Buck on uh, I can see Buck on the what? first date. Oh, you getting a text from another dude? Right. <laughs> you out of here. Get the stepping. my thing is my, my thing is this. I, I, communication is very very important. You ain't communicating with your, your first date. You ain't communicating with no okay. mo- you ain't going to communicate with no motherfucking body else. When you're talking to me, because if you pick that damn cell phone up, I got to go. Because, I mean, we you sitting there, we trying to get to know. Cell phone. Hey, <laughs> hey anybody I, got time for that? Anybody got time for that? What the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I what can happened understand it. I can understand if it's your kids call or something like that. But if you're How talking you to somebody else, why are we on the bed? I don't give a damn. <laughs> my thing is, is that I'm giving you my undivided attention. I expect yours. So what? So, it could be my baby's uh-huh, father boy. who's calling me. You don't know who the hell he is. He could be my brother. Uh, my son. Hey, it, that is hilarious. That may. Hey, my thing is, my time. My time is valuable, and I expect your time to be valuable. So if if we sitting there talking, we having a good time, and you know you picking up a cell phone, Facebook, and that shit, you got, I gotta go because wow, Facebook more important Facebook, than me. Facebook, I can't Snapchat. My date? Hell, ladies, hell to the law. Ladies down in the 850, you go out with Buck, you better mm-hmm. leave your phone in the car. You put that phone down. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Turn that hey, off. Get, <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't nothing more ruder than somebody picking up that damn cell phone fucking with it while we on the first date. Because it won't be... So I get ruder after I get through with my date because the first thing I'm doing is going to social media and say, you know, this, this nigga I just went on a date with. Let me tell you about this mother. <laughs> Crazy and number two, do not date Bucks. Don't go on the first date. First of all, we don't even get to the fact of living with him. I already said don't live with him. Now this not even that's not even going. Hey, my thing is this. Think about this. Think about it like borderline stuff here, Buck. Look, look, now you know it would be rude. Now you, you now uh, I'm saying this for a reason because I see this okay, happening. Sure you happen. I'm saying this for a reason. <laughs> now you you telling me that you ain't gonna be mad if your dude sitting over there talking to a whole bunch of other motherfuckers on the first date other than you. You don't tell me you're not gonna be mad. A whole bunch of other motherfuckers. See, it sounds like you don't even <laughs> want someone to even look at their phone. Don't even want to have it present. This is some borderline I mean, shit. I'm t- now, come on now. I'm talking about within reason. You're sounding now. real just, controlling over here. No, not mm-hmm. controlling. All I'm trying to say is this. Some, mm-hmm. Sometimes people pick up the cell phone just a little bit too much. Police. And that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I don't want to be, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not a controlling person at all. Anybody that knows me know I'm not controlling. All I'm saying is, is that I think it's very rude for somebody to pick up a cell phone 
when you mm-hmm. when this is the first date and you just meeting this person and it's not, it doesn't have anything no, to do with I the mean, date. I can I understand if you're extent. showing something like that. That's what I'm saying. To a, within reason. Yeah. I'm not saying. Now, I'm okay. not saying. Oh hell no. <laughs> All I'm saying Buck is, is you know, you pick if this Buck damn goes thing on your up. Facebook page, if Buck goes on your Facebook page the day after your first date, and someone likes your photo, oh man! Right, right. <laughs> oh my god! All the police. <laughs> no, it, it ain't like that. <laughs> Don't you ever call me again? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what the hell you say she look good for a motherfucker? You killing me, man. I'm just messing with you, though. I'm just messing with you. Hey, we all it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. But I mean within reason, people. I mean I'm cramping people don't, here. I, nobody nobody wants anybody to sit there. Now if y'all sitting together and y'all watching something on your phone or something like that, that's different. All I'm saying is if the other person don't have no conversation, then all of a sudden they just sitting there just blowing up, you know, just just messing with the phone. Then that's a problem. I'm saying because everybody has seen people out, and all they're doing is just having their phone in their hand, and it, and nobody's really they're not conversating with the person they they're with. They're conversating with whoever they you know talking to on the phone. That's rude. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be controlling. I'm just saying that's rude when you're sitting there. If y'all doing something together, that's one thing. But if you're not doing something together and you're just sitting there, this is the first day trying to get the new. You're just getting to meet this person, and that's all they doing. Then you know, I got I got a balance. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying I within reason. All right, all right. Well, back on Twitter, Melani Billups chimed in from the Empire State. She said they're cheating within the first couple of months of the relationship. It means they started the relationship on a foundation of dishonesty. So she's saying kind of exactly. like what Crystal was saying. You you still had something going on. You weren't quite letting go yet. And so, all right. So what are some reasons, back to you, Crystal, if any, to take a cheater back? Um, let's see. My house, our money, um, our, our kids. We have a real relationship, especially if we're like we're married and a um, solid, you know, type of relationship where we have a real life together. Um, you know, I'm not gonna let some chick blow up my life just because uh, you know he's rude or so what. But um, you know, but if it's something that major, when you know, we're getting into complete disrespect and all that kind of stuff, that you know goes beyond the cheating. It's just you know it's a behavior pattern or something that fucks with you our world. You say complete world. disrespect. Yeah. Disrespect. Okay. So I mean, but other than no, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm just not gonna allow someone to ruin my lifestyle. Or you know, for him, he's not gonna even ruin my lifestyle just over something. To me, is not is (laughs) that's right. I mean, I mean, no woman would do that. You know, no woman would do that in her right mind. It goes. It goes from. Uh, it's, it's almost like a competition. You're not going to win. <laughs> You're not going to win this shit. Okay. So, um, no, so I'm not letting go so quickly. It's just not, no, 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 no. Now I can see if it was a real relationship situation where he was literally having an affair or a love relationship with somebody else, then yes, like, it's obviously over. Like Ghost and Angela? Fucking around. Huh? Like Ghost and Angela? 
<laughs> no, not, you know what? Not even that shit. <laughs> oh, you know what? Nah, because we ain't divorced yet. See, that's the beauty of that shit. We're not divorced yet. Anybody mm. that's no power my man. Those who don't watch. Mm. So, one of the best shows on TV. You ain't ruining my shit and my kids, my house, my home. For what? For a piece of that? Oh. Give a fuck. Mm. It's my yeah, shit. Now you, that, that's what I'm talking about. That's what Dr. I'm talking Willis, about. That's the think, I know. Dr. Willis, what do you think? What are some reasons to take a cheater back? Oh, man. Oh, that's it. I guess, yes, um, yeah. <laughs> Be honest with you, probably. Uh, I guess the only reason you would take one back is, is, is uh, well, won't be the only reason. Probably love, kids, um, you know, business arrangement, whatever. I mean, you know, I mean, I think, I think, you know, people take folks back for various reasons. So, you know, you name it, that that could be a valid reason for you. <clears throat> All right, but why do you take them back if any reason? Well, if you take them back, I mean, it, it, you you, you got to love the person that, you know, you're taking back. Um, maybe kids, um, comfortability, you know, because you're comfortable with them. You don't feel like changing. You you know, you feel or you just simply want to give them a second chance. Um, I mean, there's, there's probably a variety of reasons, you know, if you take somebody back. But um or, you know, shit, it could have been something that, you know, you did yourself and you decided to take them back, you know, because you, may, you maybe feel partially responsible for the, the whole situation, you know, for it happening in the first place. So, I mean, there could be a variety of reasons, but, you know, if you take that person back, I mean, those would be some of the reasons why you would. Okay. Now, yes, uh, stability, you know, you're comfortable. That's one, like Buck said. Bobby and Crystal mentioned um, love, children, uh, business arrangement. Uh, it can be any of those. All of you left out one, though. Stupidity. <laughs> you got to include stupidity. <laughs> Some people are uh, just yeah. stupid. Take one back. Yeah, I agree with that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I feel what you all are saying. And, I mean, each, each case is, is different. You know, sometimes doing it for the kids can be bad because you're kind of showing kids what not to do if that person's not truly remorseful. But sometimes it can be good if that person decides to change their ways and truly be what they're supposed to be and honor their commitment. So, um, and then, you know, like Crystal says, if someone's filthy rich, then they may decide, hey, I'd rather be with this $100 million person than to take you know, 40, 50 million and being on my own, you know, I'd rather have all of it than some and not be go, able to go to these parties and these shindigs. And so, I mean, there are a lot of things that factor into someone's happiness. You don't know what makes someone happy. So um, every person may have a different reason, but, but let me ask you this. Do you take a cheater back without them apologizing? I mean, if they blame you for it, could you ever take them back? Fuck no. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Because what they're doing, if they're trying to blame you for something, they're just trying to cover up their own bullshit. So, mm-mm. hell, no. Nope. Absolutely well, my, not. By you, Dr. Willis. If well, they don't apologize, if, 
if they blame you for it, the reason they cheat is because you weren't doing whatever it is you were supposed to be doing. You know, I mean, can you take them back if they never apologize? There's no remorse. Oh, yeah, I'm going to buck on that. Nah, nah, I couldn't take you back. Especially if you're blaming me for it. I'm like, shit. But take your ass on. I'm not changing. So go ahead. I mean, that's crazy. Sure. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I have to agree with the boys. And that, no, I mean, you have to apologize. Because even if you say, well, it was part your fault, my fault, whatever, it's still, you know, a decision that we came together and we decided now we are sorry, We let's move on what we did before in the relationship or whatever wasn't working, and now we want to fix it. Because it's never just one person. I mean, I mean, it was as far as the relationship is concerned. But, um, but no, you can't blame the person that was left and that was cheated on. I mean, what is that? <laughs> and, you know, and especially if you want to come back as well, that, that makes no sense. Who would do that? <laughs> so that's, that's, that doesn't even make sense to me. I mean, even if you didn't mean it, you know, you apologize. That's one of the first things you do. I've I've Maybe met some dudes. I've met some dudes who have told women that they cheated on. This is back in my college mm-hmm. days. I remember one guy specifically told a woman that he cheated on that he was going to give her another chance <laughs> to get it right because she wasn't putting out like she was supposed to. So he had to go somewhere else and get it. And he actually had this woman in front of the dormitory crying, upset with herself that she wasn't what he wanted her to be. I mean, granted, we're talking about 19, 20-year-olds. Right. To me, it's a difference in real relationships. That's why I had to clarify that this is, I'm talking about marriage or solid relationships where there's more than just the two people involved. You got a family situation. That weighs heavily on your decision-making as far as whether or not we're going to keep this relationship going because the relationship is about more than just you getting your rocks off or whatever. So now just in a boyfriend-girlfriend situation, I'm like, bye, nigga. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) But, you know, I'm talking about real shit. I don't believe in boyfriend and girlfriend anyway. That's some bullshit. I'm single, damn it. I'm single until I'm married. That's how that shit works. Uh-huh. <laughs> Game of the level. All right. So, Buck, if you agree to take a cheater back, let's say you're going to give her a second chance, what kind of stipulations do you put in place, if any? I'm not going to put any stipulations in there because the bottom line is, all right, you know, you cheated one time, you know, I'm trying to rebuild the trust. You know, I got to be able to trust you. So if you're going to do right, you're going to do right. If you're not going to do right, then you got to, you know, I got to let you go. So, you know, my thing is, I, you know, I'm not a controlling type person, so I got to believe in you. So part of me believing in you is being able to trust you. And, and you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to have to spoon feed or, you know, put a leash on somebody or something like that to keep an eye on them because, you know, I'm afraid that they're going to cheat or something like that. I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. So, you either, you know, you're either going to do right or you're going to bounce. Point blank, period. Dr. Willis? I don't know, man. I think that if I take you back after you cheated on me, um, I'm probably – 
I'm probably going to be checked out. So uh, I probably wouldn't give a damn what you do. And uh, so it's probably may even make sense for me to even take you back unless I plan on getting some kind of revenge or some shit. But uh, that would be even childish within itself. So um, I don't know. Um, it's, it's hard to answer that question. I have been cheated on before, and uh, I didn't take the person back. But uh, So I can't really say what I would do or what type, what type of stipulations we put in place. But um, I, I would probably be checked out, so I probably wouldn't even care what you do at that point. And um, yeah, it probably just wouldn't be worth taking you back. Crystal, what do you think? You put in any stipulations, or is it just um, understood? No, it's understood. <laughs> you know, and um, again, in a real relationship, marriage or whatever, uh, yeah, there's stipulations. I mean, first of all, I'm watching him more heavily, which I probably was anyway, but obviously something slipped through the cracks, so you got to feel those cracks with stuff. I mean, for a while, you got to make me happy. I'm goddamn princess over here, so I want everything. And um, I want stupid shit, um, you know, more money for nothing. And, you know, just little shit, just stupid shit, that I, whatever the fuck I can think of. And it could be anything. <laughs> I want a scarf for $5,000. You want what? Stupid shit, a scarf. Damn it. And, um, or definitely a purse. I mean, I got to get a purse out of this shit. <laughs> you know, I know she got something because she's a mistress. So she, I know she got little gifts and shit. So I need better than that. So, um, yeah, I need stupid shit. A new car. I don't know. Whatever the <laughs> hell I'm thinking of. It's going to know how much tequila I'm drinking. I mean, who knows? So Lord that's what he knows. That's what he knows going in. Because, first of all, you know what kind of bitch I am anyway going in. So, you know damn well that we fuck up and come back. I'm going to get stupid right now. <laughs> At least for a while until I get over. I mean, who knows? <laughs> who knows? I think every woman has that, you know, mentality. Because it may not be money or whatever. I'm just saying this is just me. But it could be anything. It could be something else. It could be a vacation. It could be something you were saying no to before that now you're going to have to, you know, ante up for whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be stipulations. It's going to be bullshit. It may not be that much sex for a while because there it is. But who knows? Whatever it takes for me to get over whatever I'm going through. So you're going to be on punishment for a while. So, okay. That is. That's the one thing about That's the one I mean, thing about women are vindictive. You know that. Once you <laughs> yeah. go back to someone after you cheated, you kind of have to play by their rules, or, or, or you know, you really don't have a choice. So whatever they mm-hmm. guidelines they lay down, either you choose to accept it or you go on about your business. But you kind of put the ball in their court once you cheat on them. And uh, mm-hmm. they may do stuff just to piss you off. They may ask you to buy a 10-piece nugget at McDonald's and throw four nuggets out the window, you know, <laughs> just to piss you off. <laughs> but, but, damn, you got to Can't waste the nuggets, bro. Can't waste them nuggets. Shit. <laughs> so, all right. But whatever you do, if you take a cheater back, then – it's not good to hang it over that person's head. Yeah, you're going to be mad for a little bit. That's natural. But once you all kind of get past that, it's not good to hang it over that person's head. If if 
every time they do anything, you think they're cheating, you don't need to waste your time and be with that person because you're going to drive yourself crazy or drive them crazy. All right. So once you say you're past it, you have to be past it. That doesn't mean you forget. I'm not saying be stupid, but don't just, you know, they're three minutes late getting home. You're like, oh, where were you? You know, all that type of stuff. So either you got to be all the way in or all the way out if you want to keep them driving each other crazy. Because more than likely, <clears throat> it's going to end anyway if you have the wrong approach to it. So. All right. So last question. Is there ever a circumstance, and I'll go with you, Crystal, where you will forgive a cheater and accept them back in your life more than once? Um, more than once. Wow. You know, probably not because that means he's really, really stupid. He doesn't know how to cover his tracks well enough. That's that's just what that means. So, you know, I mean, what's the point after that, you know? I mean, I can see you slip up once, you know, do something stupid, you know, like not buying another phone, like a dummy phone or something. I got two phones. I'm sorry. Okay. But, no, I mean, yeah, after a while, then it just becomes ridiculous, you know. And so it's like, okay, well, I guess it's over, and now we're going to have to go through the bullshit. Not even for the kids, Crystal? Not even... Not even for little Quincy Jr. No, no, no. we'll be fine. We'll be fine with all the alimony and all that beautiful shit. (laughs) He's a Quincy Jr. in this motherfucker. (laughs) Gonna separate me and my boy. Yup, you done fucked up now. Fucked up in the game now, nigga. (laughs) <laughs> Should have been better. Should have been better. Rookie moves, oh, man. man. <laughs> Should have bob when I should did when I weave. Doctor Willis, what about you? Eminem a little, a little harder. <laughs> Doctor Willis, do you give someone? Um, is there ever a situation you can see yourself forgiving someone twice? Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. I mean, the first time, like I said, that. Shit, that'd be a miracle, but hey, two y'all times, nah. hey, two <laughs> times no. Mm-hmm. Buck, what all. about you, man? I did it one time and and that person didn't, you know, didn't do right, so you know, I, I'm not I'm not doing that shit anymore. I mean I really did care about that that particular person and uh, you know, gave him a second chance and uh, you know, tried to see if they were gave him a third chance. Uh, well, I mean, they they just weren't ready, and I mean, <clears throat> sometimes sometimes you go into in situations where the person isn't ready and you're ready because you know people are in, sometimes people are in different seasons, and you know maybe that person wasn't ready for a relationship when I came into it, so you know that was just one of those deals. But no, I wouldn't do it again. So I mean, I tried it one time just to you know see if it you know it'll work. It didn't. So. But from here on out, I know better. I know not to, you know, go down that road. So if they cheat, they're done. So that's the reason why I kind of broke out strong the way I broke out this evening. So in the event that that person may be listening. Oh, wow. Oh, that was a message. 
<laughs> that was a fucking message. That was right. a <laughs> I better keep them cell phones mm-hmm. in your purse. <laughs> All right. Take a quick break, and we'll be right back with another discussion and wrap things up. Hi, this is Aaron Anderson of the Marriage and Family Clinic at RelationshipRx.net, and you're listening to the Talk to You radio show, No Experts, Just a Patient. to this whole Ryan Lochte thing. This is the guy who's the Olympic um, you know uh, 12 medals, second only to Michael Phelps. And he had a situation where he and I believe it was three other guys um, were all involved and Ryan said they got robbed at gunpoint down in Rio during the Olympics at a gas station. Come to find out, that's really not how it all went down. He really wasn't right at gunpoint. And he said he exaggerated some facts, and he came out later and did an interview, which I think he gave like a horrible apology. But, Crystal, let me ask you about Mr. Ryan Lochte. Is this much ado about nothing, or did it deserve the coverage that it received? Well, I guess seeing as how the Olympics are boring, um, they definitely deserve the coverage it received. It was very interesting. Um, it was interesting because the fact that, you know, it just straight out lied. I mean, it was just ridiculous. It was, it was a lie. It was a wasted lie, too. I mean, there was no need for him to lie. Um, he was obviously going to get caught in it. I mean, there's surveillance everywhere unless he just thought for some reason there wouldn't be surveillance in Brazil. But, I mean, it's just hilarious. I mean, this is just and, – and people keep calling him, like, like a kid and stuff. The man is 30-something years old. He's not a kid. He, you know, he did something. Um, they fucked up a bathroom, and they just tried to blame it away. I guess they ignorantly thought that no one would ever find out. And, yeah, granted, they were drunk. I think the worst part about it is, um, is the fact that he just didn't say, okay, look, I lied. We we all lied. We were drunk. We did a bad thing, and we're sorry, and, you know, there it is. And we did give them their money, you know, that they for the damage. So, but, you know, he just kept dragging it on and on and on as if it was going to go away like a little kid. So it was just so stupid. So, yes, it did deserve the coverage because it was a hell of a lot more interesting than the stupid Olympics. So, in my okay. opinion. <laughs> and you comment about um, how he was referred to as, you know, kids. Well, how they were referred to mm-hmm. as kids. Um, do you yeah. think there was a media double standard? I mean, Lochte is 32 years old, yet yeah. I never heard anyone refer to any of the gymnasts as kids when they got caught in their little controversy. Right. I mean, I think it's a double standard because – 
of, of basically of who he is. I mean, you know, your typical white boy bred in their eyes, you know, this attractive, you know, college-like young, you know, upstanding, all that kind of stuff, swimmer, um, you know. I mean, the same thing happened to Phelps before he got in trouble with things. I mean, so I think they just had an image of a certain types of guys. So, therefore, yeah, it was no big deal. Um, They're just clean-bred suburban kids and whatever. It's like, really? He spread up lies. He was drunk lying even at that. I mean, it's just stupid, elaborate and stupid, just completely wasted. All right. And Dr. Willis, what do you think? Man, it was just so much wrong. Excuse me. So much wrong with that on uh, so many different levels, man. I mean, first of all, you know, you got to look at it from an international perspective, man. That Stuff like that could cause, you know, countries to start beefing with each other and, and then, you know, get into something even major, you know, that, you know, we don't even want to think about. So that was the risk that they ran with that. Uh, you know, for, when he first said that he, uh, he he had the gun put to his head and he was like, oh, well, whatever, you know what I'm saying? I, I knew he was lying then. I'm like, because in these, in these other countries, they won't think twice about pulling the trigger on you. So uh, so that, right. that, that, that man, he wrote thing, he was, yeah. He was he was pulling that that wouldn't fly anywhere else. Um, then you got to look at the uh, you got to look at it from the, from the perspective of you know how they how the media media has handled other folks in the Olympics like uh, Gary Douglas particularly. You know she didn't even put her hand over her heart to, you know for the for the national anthem or whatever and and there was an uproar. But yet yet and still this kid go vandalize or this guy he got me calling him a kid now he go freaking vandalize the damn store, you know, and, and and do some other shit, and he's called a kid. And he's, you know, forgiven, and that's what, you know, boys will be boys type thing, you know. So there is so much wrong with that. Let let the let the American basketball team do some shit like that, you know, or, you know, the Jamaican basketball team, somebody like that, you know, do some shit like that. You know, it, you know it'll be, for one, it'll be more coverage than what we got on that, that situation. And then it wouldn't be it wouldn't look good good for those guys because now they'll be facing you know um, they'll be facing some trouble not only in their home countries but over there as well in Brazil as well. So yeah, it was it was a super you know uh, uh, it was a bonehead thing to do that could have uh, you know been a lot more than what it was. But at the same time, those guys need to be held to the same standards that everybody else would be held to. All right, I agree. And, Buck, um, I mean, Ryan Lochte has lost sponsorships over this uh, exaggeration, as he described it. Was it fair for them to bounce over this? Well, I mean, yeah, it's fair. I mean, simply because he lied. I mean, what the hell else is he going to do? You know, what else is he going to do? He's going to do this again when he, you know, goes out on a, you know, another, you know, swimming, you know, deal. So, I mean, I think he got what he deserved. I mean, we we we've seen this happen before, where people are outright lied. I mean, you can see what happened to Lance Armstrong's fall from grace. So I mean, to me, you know, this is an example of him, you know, getting liquored up and lying. I mean, he just, you know, I guess, I mean, he decided he wanted to, you know, give me a bottle and a motherfucking cup. 
so me and the boys can get what fucked up. So, you know, so he got fucked up in, in over there in Rio and took it a little bit too far, you know. So, you know, he, I guess, uh, you know, they were doing whatever they needed to do over there and they lied. And, you know, the bad part about this is he almost got, you know, with them, the other two guys being detained in Rio, I mean, you know, some of these other countries don't play that bullshit. So, you know, he, you know, him lying almost got them boys, you know, their jails over there ain't like our jails over here. So it's like a summer camp over here. Over there, it's real jail. So, you know, he really <laughs> fucked up on a lot of different level, levels, boy. You know, they ain't got no air conditioning. They ain't got no, it ain't got no gyms, you know. Hell, they be in them little ass huts and shit that you be seeing on these damn movies and stuff. That's real shit. <laughs> so the mother two, the mother two boys were trying to hurry up, get the hell away from over there. They were like, "Hurry, y'all yeah. got to let us at home." Jack. I won't lie. I would have ratted. You know, I would have ratted on Ryan Lochte so quick. He was in the United States oh, yeah. chilling, and I'm stuck. Oh yeah. man, I would have ratted on him so quick. You know, you know, he he had enough time to dye his hair the right color. So I would have had him here chilling for a minute. Yeah, so, I mean, really and truthfully, what really should happen as far as he goes, I think he should be kicked off the swim team. And, and that way, you know, not just losing sponsorship because bottom line of it is this. I mean, you can't you got your other teammates hemmed up. So, and you sitting over here, you chilling at your house, wherever that is, North Carolina, South Carolina, where the fuck he came from. And he's just sitting over there. He, he didn't go and got his hair done, everything. And, you know, he got prepared to go on there to say I made a mistake. These other guys, you know, they got their tails stuck between their damn legs trying to hurry up and get home. So, you know, and they ended up having to take the fall for this bastard. So, I mean, yeah, he needed to lose some sponsorship. And, you know, maybe, you know, he just, you know, it was a real bad deal. And, yeah, they needed, you know, it got coverage and whatnot. But, I mean, he's messed himself up for future events. You know, they may have curfews and things of that nature on future, um, you know, swimming events. And, you know, he's 32 years old. And you can't – there comes a point in time that you got to stop partying. And you got – you know, because when you in those type of situations, whether it's in a, whether you're NFL, whether you're swimming, whether you baseball, NASCAR, basketball, whatever, you are a role model whether you want to be or not. Kids got you plastered on their fucking walls and all this kind of shit. So they look up to you. So, I mean, he let down a lot of people, not just the people in Rio, not just the people in the United States, but all of his, you know, fans that want to swim or whatnot and and be like him, even though he's not Michael Phelps. But, I mean, the bottom line of it is people look up to him whether he knows it or not. So he let a lot of people down. So, and that you know, you have to think about those things when you're out partying. I guarantee you he would have forgotten about it by the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dr. Willis, Darbets, Jack Conner, and Jimmy Fagan. Those are the names of the other three guys. In a way, was this a good thing that they got caught up in the controversy? Because the only swimmer I knew was the only swimmers I knew was Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte. I didn't know there was anyone else on the team. <laughs> Even though. Even though that was the only way of uh, getting fame, I, I still I still don't think that that was a good way to get it. But you know what they say, uh, you know, any publicity is good publicity, you know. So 
Um, but I don't, I don't think I would want to be, you know, or become known in that fashion. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go uh, against that and say no. <clears throat> okay, okay. And uh, it was, it, it was a big deal. It was a big deal to, because you know, like I think Buck may have said, um, you know, this is a situation where it could be something that causes a rift between countries. And um, I mean, as far as the whole, you know, boys would be boys type of attitude to have, for one, people need to stop doing that, especially in the media. I mean, Al Roker almost blew a gasket, gasket arguing with a guy over this whole, you know, they're just kids type things. Ryan Lockheed is 32 years old. And if 32 is a kid, then doggone. I mean, when is puberty? So it's like, Um, stop making excuses for this whole frat boy type of behavior and stop dismissing it while you condemn other people for doing things not even as egregious, you know? And it's a shame. And um, also, shouts out to... um, I think her name was Simone Manuel, who was the first African-American female swimmer to take home a gold. And um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, at one point, black people were, are, well, still today, black people are not synonymous to swimming pools. So to see a black woman win a gold medal in the water is actually a pretty cool feat. So I got to give her props as well. One last question on the Olympics, and we'll get ready to wrap things up. Crystal, Overall, you know, Brazil pulled off the Olympics without any major issues. I mean, people were getting robbed, but I guess that would happen anywhere. The U.S. did very well in their medal count, especially with Russia not being in so many of the events. But for the most part, Crystal, do you think that just for a couple of weeks, the United States was a little more united as we watched our athletes bring home these medals? Do you think that the Olympics brought people together in any shape, form, or fashion? Um, I guess, you know, for those who watched it, yeah. yeah I guess so. <laughs> I mean, to me, the Olympics is such a non-thing. I know, it's such a non-thing for me, so I didn't even care about the Olympics until this happened with Ryan Lochte. I mean, yeah, it was great about the other swimmers or whatever. Yeah, that was you great. You did track and field. But, uh, yeah, I guess, whatever. I don't, I don't care, no. I don't care about the Olympics, and I—I I mean, the only thing I think it was fine for the girls who won the like the medals and stuff. That was fine. That was, you know, that's great. <laughs> the girls <laughs> won the medals and stuff. <laughs> that's why they're there. Damn. You know that, right? You know they're there for medals. <laughs> they're what? <laughs> they are there for medals. You made it thought the medals were like a consolation, like a party gift. <laughs> No, no, I know. I was saying, I I'm glad that they won swag, their medals. <laughs> I know, it's a thing. Whatever. I don't care. And Thank you. Whatever. Good night. I mean, yeah, the whole thing about, um, you know, the whole Gabby thing, that was interesting with her hair. People still talking about that, which is stupid. And, um, yeah, they're still talking yeah, the, about the, that. The fact that, you know, BBC, um, you know, uh, British broadcasting um, center, they were the only one of the main ones who actually um, aired the uh, what was it, which one was it, Simone 
um, who you know, was the first woman. Yeah, I mean, he he was the one, they were the ones who aired it, you know, and I thought it was very touching, their commentary, um, remarking on the fact that not only she's the first woman, first black woman, and just amazing. You know, I, I thought that was good. Of course, America was airing something totally different, a wrestling match or some bullshit. But, right. um, so those things stood out to me. Everything else I don't care about. I mean, there were other things that happened. I mean, um, of course, Usain Bolt is a show within himself. Um, the Mongolian wrestling coaches protested by stripping down to their underwear in front of the judges. That was very unique. Okay. I've never seen a protest like that. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else happened. Mm. And Oh, there was a... I can't remember the ladies' names. There were two Americans doing a distance run, I think. If Dr. Willis, if you and Buck are familiar with it, I think one of them fell or she got tripped and another American stopped and actually went back to help her up. Instead yeah, of, you yeah, know, yeah. Cool. yeah, I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. I mean, there there are a lot of cool things that, that happened, but yeah, I, I mean, I do agree that with all the Oh, the ceremonies, offices, the beginning ceremonies were good. I like that. Those were good. I always I'm, watch the beginning I miss ceremonies. both of them. I, I, I usually watch the opening. I usually don't watch the closing, but I'm actually missed both of them this year, but um, but when you talk about like 500 hours of coverage, it is kind of hard to find those little stories that stick out. But every now and then one does. And it's unfortunate that maybe someone who shoots a bow and arrow may not get the recognition of someone who wins the long jump. But that's just kind of how it works. But um, they do get their moment on TV now because Lord knows there is so much coverage of the Olympics on like 90 different stations that it's not even funny. So or yeah, online, funny. yeah. So you know, if if you did anything for the United States, you were either on TV or online at some point. So you definitely got a lot more recognition than someone who shot a bow and arrow back in the '60s. So, all right. Um, tomorrow, more zone coverage. We got week three of preseason football starting up. So it's going to get a little more serious as we get closer to the regular season. Week three is usually considered the dress rehearsal. So you'll see a lot of starters playing this weekend. So we'll discuss that tomorrow on Zone Coverage at 9 p.m. Eastern. And we'll be back here next week at 9 p.m. Eastern discussing some current event or relationship topic. We'll see what comes up. Um, I want to give a shout-out to a couple of show legends. Um... My peeps from the Virgin Islands, Archie and Mashevia, just got married. Um, I believe that was about a week ago. All right. So Archie and Mashevia tied the knot. They posted some beautiful photos on Facebook, and um, I think that was pretty cool. You know, my mom, my my father and my mom were married for almost 46 years when she passed away in 2012, and today would have been their 50th anniversary. So congratulations to Arch and Meshivia. I hope that they also get to grow old together like my parents did. So I thought that was pretty cool that they finally tied the knot. So if you're friends with them on Facebook, be sure to check out some of their photos. They have some really nice photos. Meshivia, a.k.a. Gigglebox, was a beautiful bride. And Arch, was my man, was wearing that tux. So they were looking good in their pictures. And we'll go ahead and get to final thoughts. 
you want any more information on the show, go to talktoq.com. Sign up for my newsletter. I got a podcast that's probably going to drop on Thursday from um author from New York that I spoke with recently. So be looking out for that. And the best way to do so is to sign up for the newsletter. Go to talktoq.com. T-A-L-K, the number two, Q. All right. And one day I will wheel my show to Quincy Jr. Final thoughts. (laughs) Crystal, I will start with you. Okay. Cheaters Uh, in the Olympics. Cheaters in the Olympics, if you want. Olympics, yawn. Um, Moving on. The (laughs) cheaters, um, basically, I still feel no one can make you do anything. No one can make you cheat. You do it on your own. You make a decision um, instead of trying to work things out with your mate or just ending the relationship. You made a choice to cheat. So if you should take the person back or you should go back, um, then just know that, you know, the relationship has changed. The one thing about um, cheating or messing up in a relationship is that whatever magic that you had before is gone. You know, it really, it just, it really is over. You've completely changed the nature of a relationship even if you get back together, which is why a lot of times they don't stay together because, you know, right. you kind of ruined it. You know, you ruined everything. So, um I personally believe that, you know, most men cheat, you know, and that's just the way it is. I My only rule is that uh, just don't embarrass me, you know. Don't, I mean, be better at it, you know. Be better at cheating. Be better at doing your thing and not getting caught, you know. I mean, there's ways of doing it. It's not that hard, but men aren't that smart. So um, they <laughs> tend to get caught all the time. I secretly think they like getting caught. They like the drama. But, um, you know, you know you make if a it good happens. Point. I, I'm yeah, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But I was saying you make a good point when you say don't embarrass me, because that does factor in if you get forgiven or not. If you embarrass someone in front of their family or their friends or something, then that may, may right. be the difference between you not getting another chance. Right. Everybody's talking behind your back. So nine times out of ten, other people know before you know, as they say, you know, the person is last to know because. People know, they've heard, they've rumored or whatever, and no one tells you because they're all, they're all scared to tell you because, well, if I tell you, then, you know, you get mad at me, and which happens sometimes, you know. So a lot of people don't tell you. So you, you're just this idiot, you know, and then you think back to all those times, you know, if you were talking to everybody, talking about how great your marriage was and how great this person is, and then come to find out he was cheating all the time and you were looking like a complete fool. So, so that's, that's really it. I mean, there's, to me, there's nothing you can really do about cheating. I think more, most, more people cheat than not um, one way or the other. So you just have to kind of figure out in your mind what, what can you stand and what can you not stand. And mainly for me, it's just don't embarrass me. Don't be stupid about it. You know, I expect more from my husband. You know, come on, be a great cheater. I don't want to ever find out about it, you know. I don't want anyone to ever know. As far as we're all concerned, you're the greatest guy ever walking. You know, it's beautiful. You know, let me have my fantasy. That's all I ask. That's not too much, I don't think. But anyway, good show. Um, 
And we found out, again, last, I think last time we found out a lot about Bobby. Now we found out a lot about Buck. So it's all <laughs> coming together now. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys are all coming into focus for me. So this is good. Right. <laughs> uh, she's putting two and two together, fellas. It was bound to happen. Oh, yeah. It's all good. All right. Dr. Willis, your final thoughts, sir. Yeah, um, as far as the cheating is concerned, I would say that um, drive is a stronger word than I would like to use, but I I do think that, you you know, they're instigating factors uh, into cheating. Uh, And like, you know, what people said already, you know, cheating is a choice, but you can be influenced or you you can be influenced. I guess persuaded or, or instigated to cheat, so you know that happens. I think that you know it's not just the men; women cheat just as well, if not you know more so. Uh, they're just better at it, like Crystal lose too. <laughs> so, uh, and that's that's that part of it. Uh, as far as the Olympics, I think that um, that last question you asked, I don't, I'm not so sure that it brought us together. Because you know uh-huh. people are still getting killed back here by cops, and you know things are still happening. But um, you know it's it just harkens back to the day of gladi- you know, with gladiators and stuff like that. You know, as long as we're entertaining and 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 you know making it fun for them, that you know for you know the people that you know that may look at us differently here. You know that's and that's just what it is. I mean, it's a good time for everybody, but. Uh, I don't. I don't think it necessarily brought us all together, you know. So that's my thought on that. Uh, I think that was what else we talked about. That was pretty much it. Peters and Olympics. That's about it. Ryan Lochte. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Lochte. Yeah. I think that he should. I think that they they still should pursue uh, charges against him. I think he need. Uh, he need. He need be punished more than just losing his um his endorsements and stuff like that. He need to actually face uh, some sort of punishment because. Uh, for one, it was a crime. I mean, that that just the base simplicity of uh, a simple part of it, you know, is a crime. He committed a crime. But to do it on an international level, international stage, and embarrass the U.S., I think they have to do more than what they're doing right now. And and what it does, though, it highlights how the the, the judicial system is different. You know, uh, it's, it's actually they're, they're showing us now, you know, with all the stuff that's going on, not only with, with Ryan Lockheed, but these kids, these these young white men that are raping women and getting off because, you know, they don't want their college ruined and, you know, college experience taken from them and stuff like that. The justice system is showing us right now that the penal system is not designed for the, you know, white male. You know, it's poor whites, it's blacks and other people, uh, people of uh, color. So and that you know now it's, it's starting to become mainstream and open and 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 they're unapologetic about it. So it's up to us now to figure out what the hell we're going to do about this. And um, good show tonight. And uh, it's always good uh, topping it up with the show legends. And uh, thanks for having me on. All right, I appreciate it, sir. Buck, shut it down. Man, great show. I mean, I think it was a lot of you know a lot of good input. On you know on the on the topic of cheating and whatnot and whether you should take them back or so forth. Um, I mean you have to really be the judge on you know you have to be the judge on that if it happens to you. And I mean really and truthfully, 
you know, if you do take the person back, it's not going to be the same. So it's best to just go ahead and cut bait and move forward. Um, there, there are instances where, you know, things work out. Um, you know, we could look back in the day where that, you know, that, you know, a lot of that happened back in the day and they, you know, but, you know, nobody really said anything about it. You know, they just dealt with it and they moved forward. Today's time's a little bit different. So, I mean, you have to be your own, you have to be your own judge if it happens to you, you know, but for me, you know, it, you know, I just rather not deal with it and just move forward. Um, as far as uh, Ryan Aki and whatnot, you know, him lying and, you know, getting his buddies over there trapped over there in Rio, I think he needs to be punished a little bit more than just losing some endorsements. I think he needs to be kicked off the swim team or at least suspended for an extended period of time. So, therefore, he, you know, he learns a lesson from it because, I mean, you know, he still may have some international fallout from this, you know, where he may have to go back and, you know, you know, deal with it. I know he apologized and so forth. But you you just can't sit there, get liquored up, and you know make up a story so elaborate to the point to where you know you get you get other your other mates over there getting getting stuck in stuck in the country, and you back here you know chilling in the country. So I mean he should have you know fessed up before he left there instead of coming back and then fessing up. And that's that's really where I had a problem with it. But as far as the Olympics. I think it did bring us together just a little bit. I mean, we we got a, you know, charade as far as the damn elections go. And uh, the Olympics were actually really good. And I think that this is the best summer Olympics we've had in quite some time. So, I mean, I, I think it did kind of bring us together because, I mean, people were talking about it. Um, if you're in the restaurants or in the grocery line or whatnot, you hear people. I heard a lot of people talking about the Olympics. And that's the first time in a long time I heard people talk about the Olympics. So I mean I think I think it did kind of bring us together just a little bit, kind of you know got us to break norm off this you know off of some of the other things that you know all the the rioting and you know destroying the cities and the presidential the presidential race, you know it gave somebody it gave a lot of us something else to talk about. So I did you know and it something that was you know enjoyable instead of you know something that's kind of you know stressful. So you know, from what I from what I've seen, I think it did kind of bring us together just a just a little bit, just a bit. So you know, I thought they were a little bit shorter than normal, but you know, in any event, you know, it was good to see the Olympics. I was able to watch a little bit of it and um, enjoy what I did see. So you know, you know, we'll see how you know we'll see how things go. Maybe it kind of helped Rio out a little bit because they have you know they dealing with all the Zika stuff and all that. And uh, hopefully, you know, more people will visit down there and not be afraid to visit because of, you know, mosquito-borne uh, illnesses and things of that nature. Just don't go down there if you're pregnant. But other than that, great show, as always. And uh, hope everybody enjoys the rest of the week. Glad to chop it up with all with everybody. And, and uh, everybody have a great night. Thank you very much, sir. And... Have you all, I don't know, Crystal, I know you're um, like up on the celebrity buzz and everything, but have have you seen this photo of Shalice staring at her opposite son is wearing a dress and a wig? Well, okay, not a I wig. Didn't hear anything but, but I didn't hear anything but a dress and a wig you were breaking up. I'm sorry. Charlize okay. Theron, the actress, okay. is mm-hmm. walking with what's supposed to be her adopted son. 
Okay. And he's wearing a dress and he's wearing a cap that has like a long ponytail, like a Rapunzel braid or something. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Because I know she has a little girl, too. I know she has a daughter. Uh-huh. But I thought her daughter was much younger. So I'll have to share it with you and everything. And I, I don't know what's going on. I'm kind of behind on all this. But anyway, that's <laughs> going to be a very big story if that is a little boy she has in a dress and a, essentially what's essentially a wig out in public walking around. Just trying to be inconspicuous. I don't know. But anywho, I appreciate you all coming on to the show. I think all of you did a a good job. I give you a round of applause. Very entertaining. And for those listening, go to talkatu.com and get more information on the show and keep up with it there. I have some things I want to test out this weekend. You know, I'm still trying to move from Blog Talk Radio. Some things I'm going to try to test out this weekend since I finally have some free time and um, see what can be done as far as making the move there. Um, I know the Crystal Show is coming back on the air. When, Crystal? When, you, when are you going live? Um, I have no idea. Uh, sometime okay. September. I don't know. <laughs> She's gonna make on the air at some point. So go to thecrystalshow.com yeah, and you can figure out when. Yeah. <laughs> so, so look forward to that, to her getting back to a live show, so I can call yeah. in and do all the talking. <laughs> hey, I want the uh, like Eminem. I want to uh, also send a. You know, we the the um, Louisiana coverage is they really hadn't done a whole lot. I know President Obama went down there today, and um, you know said he, they were going to put out some additional aid, but it is really bad in Louisiana. So let's send our thoughts and prayers out to the people over there in Louisiana because they really got it bad down there. Um, I know our church um, is actually took an 18 wheeler full of supplies, clothes, and you know items to help you know clean up cut out some drywall, you know, and try to get some of the houses gutted so they can go ahead and start rebuilding. But, um, you know, if you have any extra goods or anything, um, please see if you can, you know, see if you can help out those people in, in there because in that area, because it could be any one of our areas, you know. So, you know, make sure you kind of keep your thoughts and prayers to those people down there because they really got it bad. Yeah, 90, 90% of people that have flood insurance, but since it's not a named storm, it's, it covers the house, but it doesn't cover the content. So, you know, that's really kind of scary. You know, you pay all this insurance if you're in a flood zone, and it doesn't cover it because it's not named. You know, that's pretty screwed up. So let's keep my thoughts and prayers towards those people as they try to recover and get back on their feet. Very well said, sir. I appreciate that. And, you know, it's funny you mention it because um, it crossed my mind. I just simply forgot about it. I also definitely – First of all, I don't want this to be a Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter type of argument because people in Louisiana definitely have suffered. But um, also in Mississippi, there have been a ton of people who were affected by the flooding, too, because this is right down on the border of Louisiana and Mississippi. And so Mississippi Lives Matter, let me throw that out there, (laughs) piss people off. But uh, 
No, so I, I think there's there's a small town called Crosby, Mississippi, and they were devastated. It's not a very big. I think it's like less than a thousand people who live in this that town, and um, they were def- devastated. But they're not going to receive any federal money. They're not receiving any grants. So they basically have to rebuild. Those who don't have insurance or enough insurance, they're kind of on their own. So that entire town could wind up going under um, because of it. Well, there's a, uh, that's something that we there's something that we probably need to talk about because there's so many natural disasters that are happening, whether it be a snow event, whether it be flooding, whether it be a hurricane, tornadoes. We see it every day. So what kind of coverages do you actually need and do you need to have so everything's covered? I mean, this is an event that, you know, that wasn't a named storm. So if you have flood insurance and you're in the flood zone, you're covered, but your content's not covered. Isn't that the reason why you have flood insurance? So there's a th- these are things that, you know, maybe we need to discuss and kind of get out there to the people so that way you know what you're covered for and know what you're not covered for. I mean, and, and that's true because a lot of people don't know what they're getting or what they're signing up for, uh, which is a shame. But, I, I mean, when it's all said and done, um, I, I think that there's going to be a lot more of this because I, I saw somewhere where they said the Gulf, uh, where the ocean waters are like five degrees higher than last year, that at one time the temperature in the ocean was 90 degrees, which is the highest it's ever been. So when – the when the water in the ocean gets warm, it evaporates into the sky. When it goes in the sky, it comes back down in the form of rain. Um, it's rained 11 out of the last 13 days here in Mississippi. We've had, I mean, like a lot of rain, measurable rain, 11 out of the last 13 days. It's like, it's like there's a thunderstorm it, every night. We've, and, had, uh, we've had, in Pensacola, we've had, out of the last 13 days, we've had 13 days of rain. So, I mean, it's rained every single day here. I mean, we've gotten Sunday, we got four and a half inches of rain in 32 minutes. So, I mean, it's just uh, the water was over the wheels when I got out of church Sunday Sunday afternoon. So, it and it, and it all came in one minute. I mean, 30, 32 minutes, it was incredible. You would have thought it was a hurricane coming through here. So, I mean, it's just that, you know, we need to know what kind of coverage and things that you have to have for these, you know, for your homes because, you know, you buy all this insurance and you pay for it every month and then you have an event like this happens and you're not covered. I mean, what are you doing? And a lot of people in that area didn't have flood insurance at all, you know. So, and actually, if you look at the numbers from Katrina, Katrina, it was $18 billion spent right now as it stands right now, it's $22 billion in just the Louisiana alone. That doesn't include Mississippi. So that'll let you know where where the tally is right now. So that don't get Yeah, unfortunately, attention. Mississippi never gets included. Yep. So, because a, a majority of, uh, but I mean, like I said, I just want to, uh, I'm glad Buck brought it up. Definitely thoughts and prayers to those in Louisiana, but there are some people um, as well in, in Mississippi who have s- suffered as well. And um, because they're not in a, you know, bigger city, um, like a Baton Rouge or anything, they're not going to get any type of financial support. So um, any donations 
you can go on Facebook actually, and I think there's something called if you search for Pray for Crosby, you can find out how you can donate to that small town. So appreciate that, Buck. All right. And uh, my thanks to all of you who have listened to tonight's episode of the Talk to Q Radio Show. And I want to play on the way out a new song by Sorantos Malosia. You know, he continues releasing music. And um, every single month there's a new song, a new music video. Um, he's done that every month this year as he unveils his highly anticipated third album. Now, this CD will expand on his unique signature style that merges 80s rock with modern pop rock music while continuing with edgy experimentation. Now, fans and fellow musicians marvel at his humble, down-to-earth demeanor, his dedication to his mission, and the wealth of free content, yes, I said free, that continues to drop every month along with his contributions to charity. His first solo album dropped in 2014, and he's released two new CDs every year since. He has tackled almost every genre imaginable, ranging from pop, rock, jazz, and rap to country. Tonight, we'll listen to his song entitled Digi-Cheat, which fixed the topic of the show. And you can catch it on YouTube, and it's spelled D-apostrophe-J-A-Cheat. And you can also visit Sorantos at his website at melosia.com, M-E-L-O-G-I-A. So here's Digi-Cheat by Sorantos Melosia. Everyone have a great night. Peace out. Not sure 
So you cheated on me? Well, who cares? Yeah.